The Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Sean Green. Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, is now available everywhere. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever you get your comedy. This is your Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com, where you can get a separate Champions League show covering all of today's games here on Tuesday and a separate Champions League show covering all of Wednesday's games tomorrow. Both of those shows close out with a lock as does the Europa League show on Thursdays. Last week, we went 100% across the board with our locks and also gave out a ton of good picks on those shows. You need to sign up for it. Head over to lockbetting.com. It's just $15 per month and you'll get every single podcast that we do over at lockbetting.com. Here on the Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, what we do is we take a selection of games, not my favourite bets, but the most high-profile games of the week, and we break them down here, and we have another seven selected here for you. So let's move on with the Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast Network, and we start with Atletico Madrid hosting RB Salzburg here. Atletico Madrid are available at 3-4 to four to pick up their first win of the competition. It's 14-5 to five on the draw and it's 18-5 to five on Salzburg who are looking also for their first win. But they did pick up a point last time, but they would be disappointed with that point against Lokomotiv Moscow. They were 1-0 down in that game, pulled it back to 2-1 and then Lokomotiv Moscow got the equaliser. We were heavy on the over because Salzburg are a big over team and Atletico are a big under team here. And the two teams come together, two very, very contrasting styles. But I think this is one of those games where Atletico Madrid should attack the opposition. So 
We all remember Atletico Madrid's elimination from the Champions League last season against RB Leipzig, where they lost 2-1. That loss for me highlighted the biggest problems with Atletico Madrid, because in every big game, they sit back, they're very conservative, no matter who it is, and they play a very boring style of football, where they try and hit teams on the counter, but do it with only a couple of men up top, and usually with seven or eight men at the back can make themselves difficult to break down. They paid far too much respect to an RB Leipzig team that were missing Timo Werner and did not carry the attacking threat that they were synonymous with. And Atletico Madrid ended up losing in the competition to a team that should never, ever have beaten them. They cannot do that here in this situation today. They cannot look at the statistics that support RB Salzburg as a top attacking team in Austria, maybe, and think that there's any danger here. Atletico Madrid, player for player, are a better team. If they choose to attack Salzburg and go out all-out attack here and it develops into a shootout, Atletico Madrid are going to win this game by three or four goals. Because as much as Salzburg are a threat and they may be able to score here against Atletico. With the players that Atletico have, they should be able to win this game and win it comfortably. Player for player, Atletico are a better team. If you put Atletico Madrid attacking players in the Salzburg team under the Salzburg manager and tell them to go out and attack these teams in the Austrian league that Salzburg managed to hammer, Atletico Madrid would hammer them to it. This comes down to Diego Simeone. Now, Diego Simeone's done a great job here. He's a great manager. He's great for the big games. He's great at getting a shot result and, and giving teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona problems in their own league. But in the Champions League, there are situations where you are the better team and you should go out on all-out attack. There's not It's not every week you're going to play against the Bayern Munich team. And that strategy didn't work against Bayern Munich because this defence has digressed. It's still good and still one of the best in Europe, but you can't sit back and try and contain Bayern Munich. It worked against Liverpool. That was a master plan by Diego Simeone, especially in the first leg. I give him more credit for the first leg than I do for the second leg because that was a pure Simeone master plan and it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do to play out a game plan to stifle Liverpool, to not play out from the back, to not let them press you, to continue to clear your lines and say to Liverpool, come and beat us, come and beat us. And they couldn't and they could barely muster a shot at target. This isn't what you should be doing against RB Leipzig. This isn't what you should be doing against RB Salzburg. This is Atletico Madrid's team game to win, sorry. And I like them here to win this here at three to four. So Atletico are going to be in the pick here to win this and get their Champions League campaign up and running here against Salzburg today. Up next, we focus on another Madrid team. It's Real Madrid. They're the even money favourites to also get their first win in the campaign off the back of a really poor loss at home to Shakhtar Donetsk. Borussia Mönchengladbach are the opponents. They're 12-5 and it's 14-5 here on the draw. Coming off the win in the El Clasico where Real Madrid just won 3-1 away to Barcelona. You have to take him here in this situation because if they don't win this game or especially if they lose this game, their Champions League lives are hanging by a thread. And I just cannot foresee Real Madrid being eliminated from the competition at this phase. I think it may be a high-scoring game, though, just like the El Clasico at the weekend. That one ended up finishing 3-1, but there could have been more goals in the first half. The second half was actually quite drab, and I felt confident landing a play on the under here because the last few Al Clasicos have not been the usual goal fest from the days back when uh, Messi and Ronaldo were involved in them and uh, we ended up losing that in injury time but had a hedge on it anyway so it didn't matter but this one could feature goals over 2.5 goals have been scored and both teams have notched in three of Gladbach's last four games and over 2.5 goals were scored in both teams Champions League matches 
last week. A Real Madrid have scored five times and conceded four in their last two fixtures. And obviously that takes into consideration the two games we just talked about, El Clasico and last week's humiliating home loss by Shakhtar Donetsk, a team that were ravaged by COVID. I just don't think Real Madrid got off the bus. They expected to turn up and win that game. Now they're in trouble. They won the second half 2-0 uh, and obviously the game finished 3-3. They could have got an equaliser at the end, but it was disallowed because of VAR. We had an in-play there on the draw at massive odds of 10 to 1. So we were quite disappointed in that. But that was one of our few setbacks last week. We absolutely obliterated the Champions League and the Europa League last week. And we'll look to do that again this week. For my pick for this game, um, I like the over 2.5 couple with both teams to score here at 4 to 5. But getting Real Madrid at around about evens, I think is a good price here because they're a better team than Borussia Mönchengladbach. They've just won away to Barcelona. They're fighting for the Champions League lives. A loss here will essentially put Real Madrid in massive trouble and needing to win out to get the 12 points they'll probably need to qualify. I don't think they'll want to put themselves in that situation, especially with two games against Inter Milan coming up. I think Real Madrid get the win they need here at even money in this one. Up next, we look at Atalanta at home here to Ajax. I've pointed this one out because it should be a fun one here today. Uh, Ajax are coming off the back of the weekend where they won legitimately by 13 goals to nil away from home. Ajax picked up a 13 nil away victory at the weekend and they're coming up here against an Atlanta team that are always full of goals but they've lost their last two games in Serie A the disappointment at the weekend a 3-1 victory for Sampdoria in Atalanta sandwiched between that they did win their Champions League game last week the first Champions League of the game of the season 4-0 they are the even money favourites to win this it's 16-5 the draw and it's 9-4 on Ajax Goals that didn't come through for us in the Liverpool game last week against Ajax, but I do think they'll come through here. Atalanta are not defending well, as their last two Serie A results prove, where they conceded four against Napoli in a 4-1 loss, three against Sampdoria in a 3-1 loss. But if you look at those games, you can see both teams scored. You can see there were plenty of goals. There were four goals in Atalanta's Champions League game last week. And that's what we're focusing on here. We're focusing on the fact that there have been four, four and five in the last three games. That adds up to 13 goals in the last three games. I scored 13 by themselves at the weekend. The over here is available at 10 to 11. It's 10 to 11 on under 3.5 and 10 to 11 on over 3.5. We are taking the over here for sure today. I think this is going to be a straight shootout. As I said, didn't turn out that way with Ajax versus Liverpool, but Liverpool were coming overcoming the loss of Virgil van Dijk. And they were just adjusting defensively. Um, it was a bit of a weird game all the way round. I don't expect that here. Atalanta just can't defend. But they can attack and attack and attack. And they're at home here. And the ascendancy will be on them to attack. They're going to concede a goal or two. And they're going to score at the other end. I just don't see how this doesn't hit. This will be my biggest surprise of this Champions League week. If this one doesn't hit the four goal mark here. So over 3.5. Atalanta versus Ajax here. Up next, we move on to Krasnodar versus Chelsea, where Krasnodar are available at 13 to 2. It's 7 to 2 on a draw, and it's 1 to 2 here on Chelsea. Chelsea should win this game relatively comfortably, and 
I think they should be able to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap here. But I'm going to play it safe and just take the minus 1 Asian handicap, which is at 4 to 6. If you do want to take the minus 1.5, you can get it plus money here at 6 to 5. But I would be careful with that one because I think Chelsea are going to score enough goals to win this game. Therefore, I'm not worried about taking them on the minus one because that pushes. But Krasnodar could contribute towards a scoreline here and end Chelsea's run of clean sheets. They've scored in 11 of their last 13 European home games. Chelsea have seen both teams score in 23 of the last 30 games since Frank Drabodjic charge. Chelsea have conceded in 10 of their last 11 competitive away games. However, Chelsea have scored exactly three goals in five of the last 10 away from home. So Chelsea minus one on the Asian handicap here is safer. But my favourite bet is Chelsea over 1.5 team goals at 4-7 to seven because if Krasnodar do score, obviously Chelsea will need to score two to win this game. That's a slightly better price than Chelsea to win this game outright. Plus it gives you the cover of Krasnodar scoring more than that and actually pulling out a draw here against Chelsea because they are a competent team and that's why, in the Champions, that's why they are in the Champions League. So I wouldn't put a whole ton of weight onto Chelsea's performances, the last two performances where they have kept two clean sheets. Obviously, it's a positive step in the right direction and it does look like they are sorting things out of the back and it does bode well for taking Chelsea on a minus one Asian handicap line. But this Chelsea team can go up and down. I don't think there's a there's a fix as quick as that available. This Krasnodar team do show the ability to score goals. Plus, if you look at the teams they played against, perhaps Chelsea were deliberately more conservative in those games because they respected the ability for them to beat them. Here, they're coming here to Krasnodar and they'll be expecting to win this game comfortably and that may lead to the complacency at the back. It's often the undoing of Chelsea and why they do concede those goals in the first place. So, Chelsea over 1.5 team goals at 4-7 to will be my main pick here but I also like Chelsea minus 1 on the Asian handicap line at 4-6 which pushes if they only win by a single goal. Up next, we look at Dortmund versus Zenit here, where Dortmund are available at 2-5. It's 4-1 to a draw, and it's 6-1 to on Zenit. Dortmund are looking for a big bounce-back win after a 3-1 defeat in match day one away to Lazio. They were my pick to win this group, and they're going to need to get going here. They're going to need to win their home games, where they are far better at home. Dortmund have kept clean sheets in three of their six games this season, but all three clean sheets come at home where they've not conceded a goal this season. In Bundesliga, they've won 3-0 at home to Borussia Mönchengladbach, 4-0 at home to Freiburg, and at the weekend, they beat Schalke 3-0. That was a lock on the Bundesliga show. Dortmund's cover a handicap, and if they can keep another clean sheet here, I like them to keep another handicap here against Zenit. I'm going to take Dortmund minus one on the Asian handicap line. Dortmund to nil is available at 6-4, to four, but I'm a little bit worried about this Zenit team because they do carry a goal threat. They have scored at least once in 12 of the last 15 Champions League assignments. So to be on the safe side, Dortmund minus one on the Asian handicap line will be the pick here for me. And that is a slightly shorter price than the Chelsea one. That's at eight to 13, Dortmund minus one. So Dortmund minus one at eight to 13, again, pushes if they just win by a single goal. But I think Dortmund do win this game. Add it to your parlays. Must win situation for Dortmund. Very, very good team at home. Haven't conceded a goal in three. Much stronger than Zenit. They need a win here and they'll get the win here on Wednesday. Moving on to the game of the week here. It sees Juventus taking on Barcelona where Juve are the 7-4 home underdogs. It's 5-2 to draw and it's 6-4 on Barca. 
I don't understand these odds. I know Cristiano Ronaldo won't play this game, so the big hype of Messi versus Ronaldo won't come to fruition because of Ronaldo's COVID tests. But I still like Juve better here in this spot because Barcelona don't have good away form. They're just coming off the back of losing El Clasico 3-1 at the weekend. So I'm still not understanding their favouritism here. Juve still have a plethora of decent players, including the likes of Dabala and Morata, who could find the net here against Barca. I think taking Juve on a double chance here at 8-15 would be the safest way to play this, although it is a little bit chalky. It's a very odd game because there's a lot of data here to support both teams scoring. And I think both teams will score. They have scored in three of Juve's last five matches, in uh, three of Barca's last four. But Barca have won just one of the last four games. They are having a little bit of a dip in form. And as much as I think both teams will score in this game, I also don't think it's going to be a goal fest. You're looking at the players, even without Ronaldo there, that are still on the pitch, and it does still indicate a goal fest. Well, look at the situation here. These two teams are the only two teams vying for top place in their group. One of these two teams will go through, and the other one will finish in second place and get a more difficult draw. So they don't want to lose to the other, but at one point, one of them is going to have to make a move. I think the more attacking game out of these two will possibly come at the new Camp, or it could be a situation where both these two games are drawn and it just simply comes down to the goal difference that these two teams put up against the other teams. It's very, very difficult to call. And I mean, that's never more evident than me saying to you that I like both teams to score in this game, but I also like under three and a half goals, which is available at four to six because I don't see any situation where this game hits four or five goals. I don't see a 3-2 or a 3-1 or a 4-0 or a 2-2, anything like that. I see two teams starting this game off KG. I see one team possibly getting the breakthrough and then the other chasing the game to make sure they don't lose ground on the other and then getting the equaliser near the end of the game. I see a one-all draw here. One-all is available at 6-1 to one and... I like that to be the score. There's a potential it could play out into a nil-nil because sometimes big games do. So the draw also here is available at 5-2. to two. Look, I've explored a lot of scenarios here because this is the biggest game of the week. For Quite frankly, it's probably not going to be a game that I would like to bet. It's here because the way this show is done here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is that we cover all of the major games and this is the biggest one of the week. I don't think Juve lose this game to Barca, even without Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't understand the favouritism of Barca. I would fade that. I do think both teams will be able to find a net because of the statistical data that supports that. But I don't see it hitting four goals. So there's loads of ways to bet this. Juve double chance, draw five to two, one all available at six to one, uh, under three and a half goals available at four to six, or both teams to score at 20 to 23. They're all the things that I'm looking at. Everything here pretty much points to a one all draw. Um, If the game isn't one all, you'll lose one of those bets. If the game is one all, you'll win every single one of the bets. You'll cash the draw. You'll cash Juve on the double chance. You'll cash the under 3.5. You'll cash the both teams to score. Look, the main thing that I'm certain about for this game is that it will not reach four goals. I don't think we are going to see an attack fest here at all. 
So if you want me to highlight one top bet from this game, the fact that you're getting 4-6 to six minus 150 for it between these two teams and what's on the line, I would take the under 3.5. But I don't have any strong play here or any strong thoughts on this game. I'm happy to just let it play out. And um, I understand it's the game of the week and that's why it's being covered here. But I'm personally probably going to be staying away from this one unless I have some great epiphany tomorrow and decide that I have an urgent need to bet this because I'm really, really strongly leaning towards one side. But I'll stay away. But your pick would be under 3.5 goals here at 4-6. to six. The final game we are going to cover here will be Manchester United versus RB Leipzig, where Man U are the 13-10 favourite. It's 5-2 to two to draw and it's 2-1 to one here on RB Leipzig. Difficult game to call here. Man United coming off the back of beating PSG in this competition. That's going to make it difficult for PSG to qualify here unless they can reverse that result against Manchester United and get positive results against RB Leipzig. Because these two teams have had positive starts and they'll be looking at this game and neither one of them will want to lose it because PSG are about to play Istanbul. PSG will finish the group on the final day against Istanbul. So they're looking at six points, but both of these teams should be looking at six points against Istanbul as well. So the mini league... The mini league between the three teams currently has Man United sitting top with three points. And this is the first meeting for Leipzig against PSG or Manchester United. So they're coming into this not wanting to lose as well. They have the pedigree away from home. They're unbeaten on the road since February, a run of 11 matches in all competitions. Man United have only won one of their last six competitive games at home. It's at home where they're having difficulty. They have an incredible streak of winning 10 in a row away from home, which includes that win against Paris. So they need to get right. But it's very difficult to take them here as a 13-10 to favourite. I'm looking at a cagey game here that neither of these two teams want to lose. You're getting over 2.5 goals at 4-6. to six. I almost feel like the under then represents more value because that's available at 6-5. to five. If you want to be a little bit more secure on your under, you can bump it up like we did in the last game, but you're not getting as much value. Under 3.5 is, under 3.5 is available at 1-2, to two, but under 3, which pushes on 3, is available at 3-4. to four. The beauty of that is that it pushes on three. So if we do see three goals in this game, then you do end up getting a push. As I said, I see a cagey game here. Leipzig are an attacking team and Man United can be as well. But nobody wants to lose this. Nobody wants to give the edge to the other because there is a possibility that PSG will wake up and they will come to Old Trafford and win. There's a possibility that they could win both of the next two games against Leipzig. So if Leipzig have a defeat here... And they lose both of the next two games against Paris, home and away. They're sitting on three points only. So after having a winning start, you're looking at a loss to Man United, two losses to Paris, and the maximum number of points you can get is nine. You're not going to qualify in a Champions League with nine points, most likely. I mean, most teams often need at least ten. So being on nine points after four matches and needing to win out to just to get onto nine points is going to make it difficult for Leipzig. So they'll be looking at this Manchester United game and they'll be looking to take something away from it. They'll be looking not to lose both of those games against PSG and give themselves a shot coming into the home straight where they can win away to Istanbul and certainly win at home to Manchester United where they are most likely going to be the favourites to win that game. But as a Man United fan, 
You want that final game against Leipzig not to matter. You want a clear winner from the Paris Saint-Germain-Leipzig series. So there is no battle for second place going into the home straight. You want 12 points. You want to win this game against Leipzig. You should win the two games against Istanbul. But I know as a Manchester United fan, it's not going to be that easy. This is a banana skin game. We could drop points here. We may not even take six points against Istanbul, but we should. We should be beating teams like RB Leipzig at home. This are a team. This is a team that don't have Timo Werner. This is a team that didn't upgrade. This is a team that are sitting top of the Bundesliga, but they haven't beaten anybody yet this season. They haven't played Dortmund. They haven't played Bayern Munich. They should be top of the league. They haven't played a game yet where I wouldn't expect them to win. The only game they did play, which was tough, was against Leverkusen and they didn't win it. It was a draw. They dropped points. So I don't think this team are as good as their record suggests. But if you take Man United here, you are fading all of the data that's in front of you. Man United are struggling at home for some reason and Leipzig haven't lost away for a long time. So in order to take this, you are literally taking the data and throwing it away and saying Manchester United are the better team. They rise to the occasion here and they beat this Leipzig team here at Old Trafford and you take the 13 to 10. I'm going to take the under three here at three to four because I don't see four goals in this game. I see a cagey game that will hopefully hopefully be decided by a moment of quality from the team with the better players. So we're looking for a Pogba, a Fernandez, a Martial who can play in this game, a Rashford to open up this team, or even a Cavani. Maybe Cavani can get some more minutes here. He looked decent coming on against Chelsea. But I'm seeing a similar game to the game against Chelsea. That was a very, very boring game. A lot of people didn't expect it. I certainly didn't. Here, I would expect it more because this is only a a six-game format here in this group format. You lose, you lose serious ground. It's not a 38-game format like a Premier League. It's a six-game format where KG games are more likely. Obviously, we're not talking about Atalanta versus Ajax here because we talked about it at the top of the show. I don't think those two teams could be KG if they tried. But these two teams can pull it off and I do expect them to be a little bit KG here. I don't expect either one of them to want to lose. So I am leaning towards that under three, but I do expect my team to show up and win this game. I don't think RB Leipzig are as good as their record suggests. As I said, Man United here at 13 to 10 does represent some value here for me, but I'll be already invested enough as a supporter. So I certainly won't be betting anything here on this game. I'm just hoping that Man United do pull through for me here tomorrow. So that concludes your Champions League show here for match day two. If you want a full rundown of all of Tuesday's games, including a lock for Tuesday's games, you need to head over to lockbetting.com. You'll also get that tomorrow for Wednesday's games and you'll get it on Thursday for the Europa League. We're coming off a 3-0 sweep from those shows. So make sure you head over to lockbetting.com, sign up and get those podcasts. It's just $15 per month. That's it from me in this edition of the Champions League. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.